Welcome. Is it on? Yes. Oh, it's on. Hello. Hey. Hey. Waking marriage. Waking marriage. <sighs> Deep breath. Deep breath. Breathing is key. And All right. letting out some sound, too. <sighs> it really helps ground more ah, in the body. But my breath. It's too close? Not for me. All right, good. That's my favorite part about doing these videos. You all can't smell it. It's okay. It's a proximity. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Any way you want it. That's the way you need it, right? It's a journey song. Mm. Well, that's another video. Okay. Ooh, music. We can do multiple videos about oh, music. I thought we were going to talk <laughs> about started. any way I want it. <laughs> That's a whole other realm, too. Uh, we'll, save, we'll save our romantic discrepancies for another video. <laughs> yeah, future, future. Future. Soon? <laughs> no pressure. No pressure me. Deep breath, deep breath. <laughs> yeah, but it's juicy. So, speaking of juiciness... <laughs> Uh, waking marriage, waking up married, whatever we want to phrase it. There's another component with ours, maybe with you as well. Uh, waking up with children, <laughs> married with children. It was yeah. a nice sitcom in the U.S. in the 90s. And it's probably. a very, very real sitcom in real life. Yeah, we have, we have two beautiful beings that uh, came through us and... Basically, they've. Ugh, I get like sugar shivers and sugar. Sort of <laughs> sugar shivers. There's, there's maybe some sugar in there. There's some nausea in there. For because for me, for my experience, and people have said this. I'm not the only one. They are my teachers. Well, yeah. Some of my teachers. When people ask me outside, they're like, "Are these kids yours?" We have an 11 year old and a five year old. I usually say, um, no, but I am theirs. <laughs> That's good, It's right? true. Ownership, it's their, yeah. They're definitely not ours, but if there's going to be any ownership, we are theirs. They stem from us. We do yeah. have a connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have a responsibility for them, and I don't yes. know what else. Do, yeah. we, do we have a responsibility for them? Yeah. I mean, Safety. for me, consciously, yes, because I, I do want to provide an environment for them in which they can grow up, out, down, in, and be fully themselves without having to do so much work as an adult or as a child masquerading as an adult when they are older. You lost me, but I feel your love. <laughs> I feel your love. <laughs> so from just from my experience, what I mean by they are my teachers is oh, they have brought about such an awareness for me where there are gaps where I am not being responsible I'm not being an adult mm-hmm. I am not the or I was not or I'm not I'm still forming to be the type of mother that I wanted to be my ideal and they show me especially my oldest he is the first one he's very strong he shows me exactly who I am and what I'm doing and what I'm creating. He is the reflection. And it's been a, it's been a, it's been a humdang dinger, as Coach Kirk would say. All right. <laughs> a physics, high school physics teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love him. Where? Rome? In Lindale, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, and that's been a process for me. And it's been, 
the most incredible experience too for me to transform, to become the kind of mother that I do want to be and to show me the places where I'm lacking in responsibility, the places where I'm still behaving like a child and expecting him to be different versus me generating a different space for him to grow in. I'm just trying not to yell at him. Yeah, that's a major component. Um, so I, I like that's... Inside that's myself, for sure. One of the first things is the yelling. Like, I think we grew up in a time frame, 80s and 90s, where like child abuse, um, physical abuse, right? Something that could have been acceptable in the 50s and 60s was no longer acceptable. Like when, when you were growing up, I don't know if they did this in religious school, but for me, they still had uh, spankings or whoopings whoopings they would call it um where you could still physically hit a child in school and it was acceptable you could have spankings at home it was acceptable i feel like now it's already a a different time frame where that's just not acceptable however yelling still is and they're such sensitive creatures i can see when i'm yelling and even just it doesn't even have to be yelling sometimes it's just the energy behind my words there's an aggression there to it and they just give it right back to me violence any form of violence and fear which yeah. is also violence to exude fears and intimidation and bullying that becomes the only go-to even if we go as far as i mean that's completely hippy dippy in a way but even when we say no no screens for you or no friends for you it's still a the energy it's behind still, it it's still yeah, yeah if it's if it comes from a triggered violent protective nature then it's not setting up boundaries we're just being violent in no, the only and, way we know well it can be passive aggressive and violence. aggression is something that's different from anger you can utilize anger when it's conscious anger to set boundaries and it just becomes very matter of fact immobile like And it doesn't matter what our oldest son has to say in return. I just hold the boundary. I'm like, nope, it's just not happening. And I don't get triggered and reactive. And then allowing them to express their feelings and their emotions, to have the space for that, it's a game changer. Because when I don't get triggered and I don't get reactive and I don't get sucked in and start yelling back or start being aggressive or threatening. Yeah. When then, we're, not, when we're not trying to prove them wrong yeah, or to just, be right. It really calms the space and eventually they just accept it because eventually it's, it's immovable. If I don't break down as your partner <laughs> and uh, just give in. Yeah, well, we each have our own triggers and our own reactivity. And that's what I mean by they are teachers as well. They help me with my awareness of understanding what it is that I'm feeling. And if I'm being reactive to something yeah. versus just responding to something. Well, they can I, sense the energy behind it. Like, I think we don't give young children enough credit for that, that they actually know what's going on. They do. Definitely in their nervous system. Yeah. And you might they say even it. in the unconscious, the one that is always the same. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, when we relate to children, we, can, we usually just relate to them on their conscious level and their developmental level. But in the unconscious, spirit, soul, just the, the, the immovable 
never-changing presence that they have, they know everything. Yeah, and they actually know a lot more. They know everything. <laughs> they know more. They're even older than us consciousness-wise. They hear. They're not just teachers because they're reflecting us, because they literally came later than us. Yeah. They have... They came from the unconscious, and they actually have more access to it sometimes than we do. Sometimes we take drugs to gain that Who's we? connection. Who's we? I thought this was kids-friendly. <laughs> it is kids-friendly. Humans. Me, I can speak for well, myself personally. I have taken uh, hallucinogenics and psychoactive plant medicine, whatever you want to call it. I think of drugs as like pharmaceuticals, so I'm not into those so much. Right. But the other places where... The veils are lifted, right? The blinders are taken off, and there is a place of reconnection. And play. They, that's where they come from. So yeah. they actually have a stronger connective line to that as they're coming down in and landing in their bodies to become conscious adults. So what are we saying? Children in context of waking marriage. Um, first of all, the differences between the couple and us mm-hmm. ourselves... Let's go to the extremes, you know, the extreme. Uh, If you wanted to set boundaries and be rigid and set up safety for them. I have been, yes. Yeah. No, the extreme (laughs) looks like... uh, We can talk about that. For me, my extreme is being completely aloof and just giving them complete freedom and going, well, I I grew up in a zoo. I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what to do. I grew up without healthy boundaries. Uh, so I'd rather not fake it and just let them be and see what happens, which, like I said, it's an extreme. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of have the other extreme of too many restrictions. And uh, I won't quite say helicopter parenting, but it, it can go into that realm of overprotectiveness and not get, not giving them the space to explore and, and be themselves. Yeah, I don't know if it would be helicopter parenting. It's more you're the sports casting parenting. Well, I, I love that methodology, by the way. There's lots and lots of amazing content and lots of amazing adult teachers who are sharing their wisdom about uh, raising children who know themselves and aren't disconnected from themselves. Um, Rye is one, one resource, uh, resources for infant education. Educators, something like that. Sportscasting. <laughs> it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's about setting up healthy boundaries so they are safe. And talking their ear off. No. And then giving them the freedom. That could be my extreme. <laughs> it doesn't mean that's what they're they're practicing. Anyway, there's countless other things out there. Lots of people producing amazing content out there um, for resources. If you uh, are interested in different styles or forms of parenting. You don't have to come up with it on your own. But you do. Well, you develop your own personal thing with it in your relationship with it. Yeah. And and for me, it shows me the gaps of where I am lacking in something. Yeah. The, in, in the context of waking marriage, uh, I have been looking at your parenting style and your methodologies and finding my middle ground in it, mm-hmm. you know, seeing where my aloofness and my, listen, I don't know what to do, so I'd rather not do anything at all and go, well, let me go into the uncomfortable, set up the boundaries, even though I don't really feel congruent a lot. I have a hard time mm-hmm. with giving my children boundaries uh, when it comes to the stuff that I don't really do. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult for me. I know it sounds weird, like I'm having a very hard time 
asking my kids to do stuff that I'm not doing, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I get that it's a little weird because well, that just I am gives the you the opportunity to step up and do what it is that you're asking them to do, and then they learn. Right. That we generate the field for their learning environment. So it really is our responsibility. We, uh, you know, we, we can expect them to do something that we're not doing, but that's just a little ridiculous. Expectations will uh, get you in a pickle. So I guess in this context, waking marriage with children is, is our responsibility is to continue to get present, continue to wake, yeah. continue to do the work. Yeah. Uh, so what and, and we being able to utilize them to see as a reflection to see, okay, where is it that I that I do need to work on? What what feels okay? What doesn't feel okay? What do I want to change? Yeah. How am I not being the parent that I want to be? And then I know what steps then I can take after that. Uh, for me, the big part of it was working with unconscious anger, okay. and a lot of that shifted for me last year when. You started Rage Cloud. I did. Uh, possibility Management is an amazing resource as well. Link below. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do that. Possibilitymanagement.org. It's a oh. plethora of information. Um, so when I started to work with that more because of the relationship with my oldest, I was like, we would get into yelling and screaming fights. And I was like, wow, it feels just like childhood to me. And I'm like, wait, I'm responsible for creating this. He's... Huh. He's not doing anything to me that he didn't learn from me. So I, it, it got to be a reflective space where then I could see, all right, no, if I want to change this, it's up to me. So I had a lot of unconscious anger, which was coming out as aggression, and it was really damaging the relationship. It was not the relationship that I wanted, and I want to be a kind, loving, empathetic parent and, and not be triggered and i'm gonna say abusive even though it like it's cringy it's cringy what i've i've seen about what i'm creating based off of what they're showing me so and i can breathe with it i can accept responsibility i can acknowledge it with my children and then it's up to me to take actual different steps to change it and to work on myself yeah, essentially. I think abusive is a harsh word, unless unless you it's are emotional. You're and referring energetic. it to yourself because you kind of well, using your own value system. Well, no, it's also for me too. It's those inner voices. How do I talk to myself? Right. Am I berating myself? Am I kind? Like, it's all just showing me. It's all inner work to do. My external reality is just reflecting what's going on with me internally. So if we take the abusive comment, uh, literally, your abuse would be that you just want your way at that particular moment at any cost because the triggers that come up for yeah. you are just for you too much to handle. And for me, the abusive would be neglect. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. you guys figure it and out. And it shows me the gaps like where I'm in a child ego state and I don't care about what someone else is feeling. Carrie, the don't give only, a she. The only thing that I'm concerned with is my own space. And it's that's okay. That's very childlike. For, for me, being an adult, that's not okay. Yeah. We get away with it in this culture still because, you know, as long as we're not hitting them now, hey, we're doing good. But the nuances we are exploring mm-hmm. is, you know, like really treating them like souls, beings. Uh, sometimes uh, I think of Hanu specifically because we call them Hanuman. I'm like, 
what, what if we have like this divine presence in we our house? Do. It's not even what if. And <laughs> our job is to just give him space and to take some of his, uh, you know, storms and to really mm-hmm. find ways to connect with him that might be different than what we thought yesterday. And yeah. almost as in our relationship, hopefully I'm trying that, start again every day. Yeah. you know with our children yeah well and I think a, a big component of us too is this recognition and acknowledgement that we are beyond the physical it's not just a physical body we have an emotional body we have an intellectual body we have a spiritual body and the four of those together create full adult consciousness sounds like a whole video I want to hear more and when children are coming in not all of those components are there. They're coming in. They're landing in their body to generate their own experience and be able to be responsible for mm. their creation or their co-creation with the world. And how do we deal with uh, differences between the relationship as far as child-parent? So how have you been dealing with the... Because we, until recently, until we decided... I don't know if we decided until we walk with we, we, we partner up our waking process. I could say waking process even means just like accepting and taking responsibility, getting out of the victim role that something is being done to me versus what am I creating? And then I'm responsible for it. So that's what feels more conscious and more adult like. Yeah, I and I, I meant in the context of a relationship. What I've been doing is to make an effort to realize that even if I think that you're doing something that is wrong or not my style, mm-hmm. because we are partners, mm-hmm. it's not wrong. It is part of the equation. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept it, see it, learn from it. Uh, it's going to sound weird, but I, it's, uh, at times I sacrifice my inner values Initially, to see okay, how is there? Because I'm not my, I'm not, a, I'm not a parent. I'm not well, a, it's giving me. I'm not on my own. Exactly. Well, it's giving me space to gain an awareness for myself. It. Um, we both had this experience. Maybe you all have as well. Yeah, when someone maybe. points something out to me and they do it in an aggressive way, my my initial impulse is to push back, push back, yeah. and not accept it to get reactive and then and, shut down. Uh, and that's and so that's something that now I'm aware of. And I just work with it when it's in my awareness and, and to not be pressure myself with time saying, oh, I should have gotten this already. The should. That's a good indicator, a good marker of like, oh, why am I judging myself? It just takes time. My dedication and my commitment is that I'm learning and I'm growing from it. And the, there, there becomes like this gap mm. so that I... I'm not as reactive and that I do have time and space for something to land in me and I gain a fuller sense of awareness of the experience. Um, and then I learn from there and then I can decide like, oh, that's not what I want to do hmm. next time because there always will be a next time. <laughs> if, it's, if there's a kink in the system, it comes back around again. So there will be a next time. And I know next time I'll do something different. So essentially, waking marriage with children mm-hmm. is acknowledging that our partners and our spouses are part of this uh, education. Uh, children, like mm-hmm. we can see, I see your inner child. You see my inner child. Mm-hmm. I've seen you give me space with my style of parenting. Uh, I literally have seen you 
cringe at things that I do, mm-hmm. but you take a step back. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's a step back, but it's you just stay present with it. Mm-hmm. And you just give me the space to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an important component of child rearing because we are rearing our inner children together (laughs) that's true we're like going back in time for sure (laughs) they're time travelers Uh, so Mm. yeah it's complicated and fun and it's really 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 you thought you're you know I don't know which one comes first you know when you realize that your children are mirroring of your development and who you are mm-hmm. in a in a free way like when mm-hmm. people uh, ask me how is hanu and they haven't seen him in like you know five six years mm-hmm. i usually say hanu is our 11 year old i usually say well he's like me with nothing to lose and people who get it get it like uh, he's just being very honest being very truthful and he it, 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 nothing to lose meaning he doesn't care about the consequences because he knows that what he wants and how he feels matters the most. Like, he's not really operating out of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, we can try to scare him, and he gets pissed off at that. He doesn't And, really and he rebels back. Yeah, because it's not real but, for us either. But he's very aware that when we are full of shit, we're full of shit. Well, that's it. They can completely sense when we hesitate. Yeah. They're masters at that. And they will keep pushing the boundary, because that's what they do. Which, it's, it's enjoyable. A beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 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 so thank you for bringing the awareness <laughs> it's not me <laughs> i'm just a piece of something <laughs> reflecting back that's the awareness sometimes you got to look in the mirror mm. in order to, to fix your hair Mm-hmm. So at this point, we're fixing our patterns and souls. and uh, We look in the mirror to see what's behind healing, us. Healing, healing, healing our doubts and insecurities and mm-hmm. being encouraged to create boundaries that are healthy for us. Yeah. Healthy for us as adults, as parents. Yeah. And the children are just the benefactors of those. And because for me, and this will then segue into uh, some other video at some okay. point in the future. Sounds kinky. Uh, feelings and emotions. It, it can be kinky. There's lots of kinks in there in the emotional body uh, when, you know, in childhood or when we were growing up or coming into ourselves. We weren't allowed to express what we were feeling. And mm. there's all sorts of threads in there. It can get very... Threads and threats. Compl- <laughs> get very complex. Um, and that's a major component as an adult, acknowledging what we feel and and not being reactive and then going with that, using our feelings to give us indications to make a conscious choice about something. Um, and we'll get into more of that later because there will be a lot and hopefully we will bring someone on as well who has a lot more distinctions. I'm just getting, I'm, I'm new to this field as well with, with having these distinctions and it's a game changer. It's beautiful. It's a humding dinger. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a humding ringer. <laughs> ringer. All right. <laughs> That's a sounding the bell. It's a beautiful thing. All right. All right. So thank you. Thank you. And uh, to be continued. Yes. <laughs>